Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. The Gamer's Lounge with Amon Green is on the air. You need a sledgehammer? That's Batman. The Gamer's Lounge. Tony Stark will blow up the building, and then as it's blowing up, he'll rebuild it. It's time to press play. <laughs> ah, welcome to Amon Green's Gamer's Lounge podcast. Hey, that last line is still, that's still gold. That Tony Stark. <laughs> I didn't even realize, when I heard that for the first time, I didn't realize I even said that. I must have been, I was in my fan mode, geek boy mode, just spurting out stuff. Um, that's what we do every week, come on. We get into our geek mode. What a fanboy. Yeah, that's what yeah, we do. And that's going to happen this episode because we got some stuff in the topics, man, that is blow mind-blowing for the comic book world, video game, movie, TV. We'll get to it later. But uh, so my weekend, how was you? So my week in between now and our last week till now was, i say, a little busy. I had uh, wrapped up training camp for the first esports year. And I think it wrapped up pretty good. And we had some players uh, have some scrims and brawlhalla. And the kid finished. Uh, some what? What's a scrim? So scrimmage. Oh, so scrimmage. Like, yes. Gotcha. Scrim in gaming, you know, and every, you have, I think you learned by now. You'll learn now, John. Everything in the gaming world is abbreviated. Yeah. So instead of saying scrimmage, they say scrims. <laughs> so or you say ADS, that's aim down sights. That's in a shooter's game. I got a new one for you. What's, what is UI? I don't know. Oh, no. Now I'm going to have to look this up over the course of the Yes, podcast. I don't know UI. That's a new one. Where'd you one. get UI from? Oh, I'll get into it a little okay. later on with my uh, so, choice of game releases. This right. Week. So um, a player, he finished. So out of, I want to say. I think I know what it means. I want to say out of 5,000 plus players worldwide, yeah. he finished 385th. So I'm proud of that. He's only a freshman at the college I coach at. And then also was able to get to a wedding down in uh, down in Illinois. My niece's wedding got married, and uh, we had fun. And so now back here in studio with you two, it's just awesomeness because this is – I feel the vibe. It's way better when we're together. Yes, and us too, okay? You already ben. heard from NFL legend, Green Bay Packers, all-time leading rusher, Mon Green. I'm Ben Yon. John Adi is here as well. I'm just glad to be back with you guys. I was off last week. Uh, spent a week up in the North Woods um, in the um, uh, upper Midwest area, we'll go with. Yeah. Didn't, uh, didn't have a lot of internet connection, so uh, didn't get a lot of gaming done. But it was just nice to kind of check out from the craziness that is 2020. Yes. Just get a break from the world. Cabin? Yes. Fires? Yes. Drinks? S'mores. S'mores. Oh, stargazing? Oh, I drank way too much. And I would have stargazed <laughs> if I hadn't drank so much where I didn't know where the stars were at that point. So the star, so. Are the stars are gazing upon Ben? <laughs> yes. Oh, they saw I'm doing a lot of uh, fire pits, too. With the, yeah. Yeah, a fire pits. Because that's just where it's at right now. So it's such great weather to enjoy that. And I same thing. A couple of drinks, a couple of s'mores. It's a nice little Saturday night in my book. Nice. So not a lot going on in my end. Excited. And still playing the Rocket League stuff. How's that going? So it's going good, but I'm, I'm, you know what? My next purchase, I'm telling you, I, this was my game pick last week, the PGA Tour 2K21. Yes. Oh, yep. I'm telling you, man. Oh, I used to buy every single year Tiger Woods edition of yeah, the game. Yeah, of course. Every single year. I had the newest one. Loved it. 
Yeah, that's the one that's the one golf game where I could go into it confident. It gives you all the little details yep. where where to hit the ball, how the how the gra- how the grain goes. Yep. They yep. give you all Just that backspin stuff. On my PlayStation, pound the hell out of X and then the up <laughs> uh joystick moving up so I could get spin. Oh yeah. I was big on that. Oh man. So but in the gaming world, man, it's complete and utter chaos from last week to yeah. this week, the continuation of the epic Apple Google Fortnite drama. So Epic, they wins their they win a restraining order against Apple, but Fortnite still remains blocked. So Yvonne Gonzalez Rogers, okay, they got some heavy hitters coming in now. US District Court Judge for Northern District of California. So as I'll repeat this, if you want to do anything legally to sue a big company, do it in California. <laughs> because the state laws from Southern California to Northern California, they're very uh, I say, uh, what is it? Victim friendly, I guess. I'm trying to say uh, court legalese, but the plaintiff, the plaintiff. There it is, plaintiff friendly uh, state. So the judge has ruled that Apple is now restrained from blocking Epic Games from the Apple developer developer program. So, and then on the basis that Fortnite subverting their 30 percent in in-app purchase commission so like i said trying to skim a little bit of their own knowing because they're paying this fee let's make it a little extra money on the side like they've done with these games and like we we're talking off uh mike before we started the show guys my nephew and i we play Fortnite probably once or twice a week he's 10 and he knows if he knows that just because my where my gaming status is at how good i am at Fortnite. He knows I'm not very good just by just by my default skins or clothes that my character is wearing. So that's where this stuff is affecting the gaming world. I say Fortnite players world, but then also going into now the pocketbooks of Apple and Google down this main. But this is what has been be I say a byproduct of some of these in-app purchases, John. Ben. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this whole epic thing, not to get too convoluted with lawyers and mm-hmm. legalese and everything, but basically Apple charges you 30% to be on their app store with anything. Correct. Like if you make an app purchase as a user on your phone, Apple's taking 30%. In fact, I was watching a video from The Verge on this. Apple's making $15 billion a year just by saying, you you guys got to come to our app store if you want to be on our phone. Which Correct. is why they, which yeah. are why they are so willing to undergo a huge court case like this because you can't give that up. Yeah. You're making $15 billion a year. By off. doing nothing. Right. By absolutely doing nothing. So yeah, on, just being the platform that hosts this. Exactly. Right. And so on top of that, Ben, yeah, I'm with you. But if and if they don't if they do give it up, then they gotta do this across the board. It sets a precedent. It sets a precedent. So yep. ex, uh, Epic will make be the example of, oh, we won this. Apple, you gotta do this too now. EA, Rockstar, Riot Games, all these other and then in the indie developers that are trying to get their name out there, mm-hmm. then then it leaves Apple when a little bit negative in the, in the pocketbook there, John. And what's interesting too, guys, is they've allowed Amazon Prime in the past to just kind of allow purchases. And Correct. part of the reason yeah. why, Amazon's really big too, you know? Mm-hmm. You need to have two t- tech giants right. crushing Apple and Amazon, and they're just like, yeah, just go ahead. So they bent the rules in the past if you're big enough, where they're just like, yeah, you guys can do what you want. But it's it's really, I don't know, I'm torn on this because I feel like, I feel like Apple's kind of like, hey, you guys want to be part of the Apple 
brand? Well, you want to be part of us? Like you want to be, then here's what we do. Right. You don't exactly. like it? Sorry. Then go somewhere else. And again, Amazon is like umbrella company yeah. or umbrella corporation from Resident Evil. They're taking over the world. We're going to yeah. be zombies because of them. Just so <laughs> you know, just putting, just putting that out there for all the, I just, the Resident Evil fans. Yeah. I just want to add to <laughs> whenever things get tied up in courts, this is what I hate about this, right? This was part of the judge's statement mm-hmm. in her ruling. Apple has chosen to act severely and by doing so has impacted non-parties and a third-party developer ecosystem. In this regard, the equities do weigh against Apple. Epic Games and Apple are at litigate against each other, but their dispute should not create havoc to bystanders. That's so freaking confusing. Oh my gosh, I, was, I so fell asleep while you were reading it. I can't even say it, but that's what I hate when things get tied right. up in courts because there's no clear, decisive answer. You can take what she just said in that statement so many ways. You know, the way I took it as you read it and I've read, you know, I've looked through it a couple times already is basically you two. So they are, she's mom. Yeah. Yvonne Gonzalez is mom. Yeah. Epic Apple or kids, <laughs> brothers, kids, cousins, friends in the neighborhood yeah. fighting, mm-hmm. physically fighting. And how you brick little kids up? You just put your hands on the yeah. shoulder or their heads like back off. This is what you got to do. You do this. You do this. And they know what they need to do. Like I said, Apple, or not Apple, Epic, they already knew the details of this contract. They just try to go back door to get basically cash under the table. Apple, Apple is just say, hey, this is the rule. This is the contract how we watched with, with Last Dance, mm-hmm. you know, with the old contract of Scottie Pippen. And, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Once the contract's signed, don't argue against it until it comes up to pass again and then deal with it then. Don't, but, don't, but then don't try to then smear me how they with the video have you seen the video ben yeah of the apple talking like it's mm-hmm. like he's stalin or uh fadal on the bleak, you know black and white they yeah. put this in the video game so you have kids you have fans you have pro fortnite players my nephew most likely might have seen this this ad and it's like oh my god apple's the the devil right and so that is another thing is like come on you can't be doing that knowing the rules knowing the contract i almost i almost wonder if this is like epic was ready because we talked about this too epic had the lawsuit ready they had this video ready with all this animation like they knew what was happening they knew what was going to happen it almost seems like i don't know if they can win right because i feel like apple's such a big corporation apple can do what it wants yeah, to do like, like what do you want to do then then leave you this, this, this is what we do so if you don't like it then don't be part of our app store so exactly. i feel like apple's going to ultimately win but it almost is like epic is just trying to make the first punch of what they know is going to take years yes and years like here's the first punch and hopefully we break the seal so others can join right. our fight because i've even other big companies have supported epic in their in their yeah, endeavor Google, here. Google Stadia. Um, but I agree with you right there. You just said it. It could, this could be a war, not a battle. Yeah. And yeah. if I'm both sides, especially if I'm epic, I'm not, I don't want to draw this out into a 12, 12, 12, 12 year, 13, 14 year war. No, this is bygones be okay. I tried something. It didn't work. Right. Let me, I'm still, I'm should be, I'm going home to a nice home. Yeah. Be satisfied. So I wonder too, like, how does this affect me? I don't work for Epic. Well, I don't work for Apple. I mean, it affects my pocketbook by a couple of dollars, right? Because they have right. to upcharge because they want to make their money. So basically for us as as consumers, as fans, we're just kind of sitting here like people are arguing about, I want more money. No, I want your money, says Apple. No, I want more money for myself, says Epic. I like, no, we want, I like to talk I mean, there's just, all it is about them wanting more money. And I'm just sitting here going, all right, guys, tell me how much I got to pay. I have no power. Yeah. The ga- <laughs> so you're the gamer. Yeah. 
we're the gamers. So yeah. us three talking about how it affects us is just if we don't know what we know, right? Mm-hmm. We'll fall into Epic's uh a bandwagon. But like, yeah, Apple's this, Apple's bad. Da, yeah. da, da. That's what they're trying to get because they know the fan base of gamers are loyal, especially to the developer when they put out a fun game, a game like Fortnite, you know. So like we um, already discussed, they have a good following. They have good things about them, but it's just like, you know, you did the great uh, analogy there, John, with the talking hands. I love it. Right. I got money. I got more money, whatever. So let's figure that part out. But to get back to your point right there, I think in this statement released from the judge about how Epic Games and Apple, they can go back and forth in court battles, whatever it may be. But whatever ends up happening during those battles, she's saying those should not create havoc to bystanders. So us as gamers, we're the bystanders. We should be fine. Right. It shouldn't affect us day to day. They can fight it out in the courts, hopefully come to some sort of resolution on, um, on who gets paid what. But we as everyday gamers should not be affected by this. I hope so. So we're going to move on to the next topic. So a game, I say a team that is not affected by anything right now is Atlanta Phase. So going to the CDL, the Call of Duty League uh, playoffs, and now championship weekend that's coming up. Atlanta Phase is one is in the winner's final. They end up beating the team that, I don't know if YouTube's been watching this. You can watch it online. You can get caught up through YouTube and type in CDL or Call of Duty uh, League. And find all the matches. You could sit there and watch the matches, or you could just do clip, clip, you know, do 30 seconds, a minute here, 30 seconds, a minute here, watch them play the rounds. But my money was on the Chicago Huntsmen, which are a game, a team that was originally called Optic Gaming, and they were very good. So, just kind of like I'll say for stuff we know in a, in a nutshell, like the Lakers from the 80s or the 90s or Patriots now, this team was that, but then they just changed their name. So now, like we know, Tom Brady is a, a Buccaneer. So it's just same team. Um, obviously, just one player, but there and that's and so that wasn't a great analogy. But if you get where I'm <laughs> I saying, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm saying. So they yeah. were a really good team. So they got beat by Atlanta Face in round three of the winners bracket, and then Dallas Empire beat out Toronto Ultra three to two in also the round three on uh, last Saturday, August twenty second. And so in Mosul and what we're going to learn what you're going to you two are going to learn that in most tournaments there is a winner's bracket and there is a loser bracket so once you head down a loser bracket you have this is your second life it's a, a round robin tournament you know and double elimination so you lose one you got a second opportunity so go in a loser bracket we got Optic Gaming goes down there uh Royal Ravens they go down there and the Chicago Huntsman has also like I mentioned they went down there and they actually beat Optic Gaming LA. So it's two. So Chicago Huntsman was the old school Optic Gaming. They switched their colors, changed their name. But Optic Gaming said, you know what? We still want to have a team. So they represented that. But they got beat out by the original team, three to two, um, in their head to head. And then the Royal Ravens London beat out Toronto Ultra to win into the Losers Bracket Championship round, which will happen this Saturday. Times are not uh, out yet, but the day is this Saturday for both the winner finals. And the elimination round five finals Saturday, August 29th. And then once that is determined, the championship game is the next day on Sunday. So as that is what I'll be tuning in. I'll be telling my my players at the college I coach at, hey, we want some pros. Tune in to these guys. Have you been, John, been able to catch any of the CDL? I have not, honestly, especially okay. uh, being way up in the Northwoods last week. But yeah. I'm going to tune into the uh, Chicago Huntsman now, Mom. Yeah, they got a good squad. So. I have gonna, time. How about I pick my team? 
you know, because I don't have a loyalty to any team. So I'm going to pick my team. I'm going to go with the Fays. Atlanta Fays. Of course you <laughs> are, because they're, they're in first place. Because they're in first place. I'm a front runner. I'm a bandwagon You know jumper. what, though? The, the, and and they have a capital Z, a capital Z in their name, I say. Right. The team in Seattle, the Surge, I love that logo. I know. I yeah, go that, by that logos. The, that's the Trident. Yes. Right? Yes, I do like it. I'm glad yes. you're doing that, Ben, because that's what I'm doing. I'm like looking logos? at their logos. Yeah. And, I, like the, this, I like the name Royal Ravens, by the way. Right, yeah. and that stuff are wives or girlfriends or friends that don't know fantasy <laughs> sports. Yeah. Yes. They do that. That's Logos. what they do. That's what we're doing yep. right now. Right. Which is awesome. Which is, yep. hey, you know what? Actually, Atlanta Faze, dominant team. Dominant I'm going to go with the Seattle Surge. So. So. They got to make a surge if they're going to do anything here. Yeah, they better. They got to make a surge. <laughs> this is, this is Atlanta it won't be phased. This I mean, for the, it for them. Be so. And then also over in 2K League, it's the same type of storylines. We got championship weekend that it is now boiled down to Wizards District Gaming. And Warriors, so Golden State, so Warriors gaming squad, Golden State squad there, which they have, you know, storylines where both teams have MVP candidates that that lead the league in points and assists. And also one of the candidates is a great defender with steals and block shots. So this, sim, you know, sounds similar to what's what we're watching with um, traditional NBA right now, which is awesome. John, All right, I'm going to sound again like that person talking about colors and team names um these mvps are these because this is the nba yeah so does bucks gaming play with Giannis, or does bucks gaming play with that player and it's his own entity great question so how this game is played the nba 2k league is actually played 5v5 and they play with their created avatars okay so no they can't use Giannis. they can't use lebron and davis with the lakers they got to create their own caricature uh, or avatar Mm-hmm. And then go to a combine, and at this virtual combine that they usually do. So at this, do you have like a certain amount of points? Sorry to interrupt. Do you have a certain amount of points you can use on your? You get yeah in the beginning. Yes, you yeah, get so avatar. many points. You can add in different areas: quickness, yeah, yeah, yeah. speed, um, aggression. Agility. Agility. So everybody has the same amount. It's just where you put them and how you use it. And them. then you got to go to in the Q two K combine. You got to basically then play. You got to average a certain amount of points. You got to block shots. You got to do all that stuff. As, as you did for a college football, college basketball, college baseball athlete. Build up your stats so then teams could be like, okay, we're going to take them. Then they draft that, you. Then they draft you. We're going to take this player in the first round. Then they pay them. you. Yes, they're paying. They're, they're Some of these NBA 2K players are base salary starting around 35. Right. And these are 18-year-olds. And it's up. not a full-time job. I mean, you're not doing it 12 months a year, are no, you? No, you're doing it. It started in, I believe, April. And, yeah. and it's ending now in August. Yeah, that's not bad. And so paycheck. it was not affected by COVID. This has been the third season. And what I want to bring up real quick to three seasons and the first two seasons, two different championships, uh, champions, excuse me. And so now this is up for the slate for a new champion in well between Wizards District Gaming and uh, Warriors Gaming Squad. So my I had a little, I'll say factoid about West Coast teams that they were going to struggle because the studio is on the East Coast in New York. But Warriors Gaming, they're in the finals, so they're proving me wrong, which is great. Because then they're, they're, I'm seeing a team adjust and get used to that back and forth travel and not let that bother them. Half the league's logos look like Transformers. Dude, they look cool. <laughs> I'm just Very saying. Very cool. I'm they just saying. Cool. I, like, I, never, I, I like the observation, John. Transformers, because one of my favorite cartoons growing up, by the way. But you could catch this on this weekend. Um, the championship finals is August. Let me see. I almost need glasses here. 28th, <laughs> uh, which is here in a couple of days. So Friday actually night. Friday night finals 
between the two teams, Washington District Game, well, Wizard District Gaming and Warriors Gaming Squad, ESPN2. I don't know if I could say that, but anyway, you can kind of find it on there. But uh, but you could go back to YouTube for both the CDL and NBA 2K League. Go back to uh, YouTube and type it in. You can get caught up hey, on all the matches. This is your podcast. You can say whatever the hell you want to. <laughs> all right. Okay? I like that style. Okay. Beyond one of my favorite segments at the end of the show, this right here topic. Oh. I know. I don't know where I could. I don't know where to begin, but just say this is big time awesomeness with uh, DC Universe with their big announcement. So set it up, set the stage real quick. So this uh, article we actually find on The Verge, same one where you were at, John. And so since there wasn't a Comic Con or DreamHack or E3, anything like that, a lot of things been pushed off or done different ways. So DC. Just like any other comic book company or production company, when they're at Comic-Con, they make their big announcements, their big releases. And that usually happens on Friday to Saturday and maybe sometimes Sunday in Hall H. Hall H is like walking on the go- the, the yellow big road to Oz or walking, getting your way to uh, Williamsburg or Canton. You're going, you're all-star. You're it if you get announced in Hall H on a Friday or Saturday at Comic-Con. So it's a big day. It's a big deal. You got for me as a fan, I've wait and accumulated almost 20 hours of wait time in a line just to go see some of the things. How many people does Hall H hold, by the way? Probably Sorry. Like four close to four or five thousand. And it's we're in there. We're packed in there like sardines. The big, big screen where they <laughs> big, show big, huge screen. I mean, 360 is like from one wall goes all the way around the facility to the other wall. That's so what I want to watch. I want to go there. I want to be there. I just want to know how much would that screen cost right. to put in my backyard. That's all I want to know. Can we just talk about Justice League that's coming to HBO Max in 2021? Oh. I want I want to see this So that's now. one. So bam. I'm so sorry. Justice I'm League. Sorry. We'll just get to right to it. Oh, I want to watch Ben this. couldn't wait. Like, I couldn't wait. But nope. ja, uh, Zack Snyder, my man, grew up in, the, in Green Bay. Really? He's a Packer fan. I didn't know this. He is dropping his director's cut of Justice League to HBO Max, like you mentioned, Ben. Yeah. And... This is no surprise to me because the movie I was very fortunate to be in, Batman vs. Superman, Donna Justice, and Warner Brothers Studio did the same thing to him with that movie. They cut that movie down to two and a half hours to what his director's cut was about three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And Warner Brothers said, no, we are not doing a three and a half hour superhero movie. Maybe if it's something like some war drama or some something like uh, little girl, was it little ladies or little girls? That one you know, movie that was up for a nominated Oscar this little year. Little women, little women. There you go. <laughs> I was in the night neighborhood. You knew what I was saying. <laughs> I knew there what you saying. go. So they, uh, so Zach you know, was like, "No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get. I want my way." He's an artist. As we're talking, John. He and artists hate when their their artwork has been modif- modified, edited in some way. So he's like, "So what, Warner Brothers? You cut it out. Yep. I'm getting it done anyway." So we got his movie. We have Wonder Woman 1984. We have, so I say now really we have DC getting their stuff together. Because as a fan, Marvel, Disney yes. is kicking DC's butt right what now. Is, what, what has taken them so long to do this? It blows my mind because the cast of characters, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll call them a cast of characters from the comic book days, Literally, rival yeah. what Marvel well, they got, has. They, they got it all, right? Like, yeah. I've never understood why they've never been able to capitalize and put out the the greatness of movies that Marvel has. Why? I, I that's a I will I'm gonna ask Zach next if I get an opportunity to talk to him again. Yeah. I will ask him like what was the disconnection between Man of Steel to now? 
Yeah. Because that's what started the ball rolling for the DC universe to bring in Justice League to right. this point. Right. You know, and at that time when I was on set with Zach, we talked about like he knew I was a comic book reader. So I had all these fanboy questions mm-hmm. for him and he had a, he had OK answers. He could answer some of them. But a lot of it was just up in the air because from his unable to answer the question, I knew yep. there wasn't a solid game plan yeah. because Marvel did it. They started with Iron Man in 08 or 07. And then boom, brought us all the way to Endgame and With, Infinity introduced War, all the or characters. Infinity War than Endgame, yeah. right? And then and then all those movies that those characters got to star in introduced everybody. Awesome. So this is kind of their DC's effort of return, repairing that from movie drops to what I'm excited about and why it's on the show is they have a new video. You have two new video games. They got one called Gotham Knights, which was Ville. Um, they show some of the trailer during the footage. You could watch this at the DC fandom actually app. It was on Saturday night. I was at a wedding. I was sneaking it every five minutes, but I was getting the stink eye from my wife. She's like, what you doing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> but I was watching Gotham Knights for a game footage and it looks awesome. Yeah. If you've played any of the old uh, Batman Arkham City, Arkham Knights, it's the same. Arkham Deve- City. That was my game. You know, same um, developer, Warner Brothers Games, Montreal. Okay. They have the same look. They have the same. It looks the same feel. They played it. The gameplay looks awesome. And then they're looking from Justice League and Zack Snyder coming out. Neil Gilman Sandman series is coming to Netflix. And they also have the next video game, which is going to be Suicide Squad kills the, the or destroys or kills the Justice League that's coming out. And then Justice League movie or then yeah Justice League movie, um Suicide Part Two movie yeah that just announces. Yeah. 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 No. No. Nah. Move on. No. I'm uh, just but then to look at uh, Robert Pattinson's The Batman, and he has, I say, I got, I give him an A grade. He looks the part. Even the beatdown scene in the preview. So you get to watch this. Ben and another when we're done uh, talking here, watch the video of the Batman teaser. He th- he throws in, he breaks an elbow and a shoulder at the same time, and that's stuff I, that I like with Batman. When they're breaking, yeah. when he's breaking bones, he's doing his job. And, and, and there's no answer on why he did it. He just walks away yeah. or he looks, he yeah. mean monks, the, the group of people. By the way, I'm staring with, at him. I'm with Ben. Like you got Superman and Batman yeah. and you're not as big as well, even as Wonder Marvel. Woman. Yeah. The world but you've got Superman and, we're doing. and Batman. Like that's yeah. the, to me all like the, the all time greatest superheroes. Well, yeah. I mean, Superman. That's is, the but, Trinity. They call it the Trinity, you know, in the DC world. So I, I'm with you. It just, they, like I said, this is their effort to correct all the little mistakes you gotta, that got them to here. You got to hope it's not too late. But also, you can also say, maybe this is the perfect time because we're sort of in this phase with Marvel where yep. we don't know where they're going to go. They just right. said Endgame. What's next? They just is there a the, next? Right. There is a next. Well, there is. But there's always going to be a next. <laughs> don't let well, me. Know, it's a sleeping it's giant. Like, it's a well, sleeping giant. Right. Because they're you know quietly doing their thing. Nobody yeah. knows. Like you said, nobody really knows. Right. I say, but... Some people, like, I know what they're working on. They're working on Black Panther 2. Yep. They're working on, um, they're actually already done with Morbius. Morbius. Yeah, with, but um, that, the that, old Joker, uh, not old Joker, uh, Jared Leto, excuse me. But, but I mean, that sort of could foreshadow a potential issue and maybe a place that DC can step in and, and take this thrown away from Marvel because Marvel has gone through all those characters that, that, that we all know about, the casual fans, and that we all love. Now they're going to introduce new characters, right? right? And plus, so if though. you bring back some of the other characters that we know and love, well, we also fell in love with those actors or actresses who played them. Iron Man, to me, will never be the same without Tony Stark. Or right. Not not Tony Stark, but Robert Downey Jr. Correct. as the actor. He's so good. 
you know? Yep. So are you going to be able to keep that same group of actors going and sort of mix it in with this new cast of characters? So this is DC's time. This is, the, I mean, they got a, it's time. They got a roll call. Let's go down roll call. They got Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, is going to come in as Black Adam. Okay, they're, they're teasing that. They did a concept art with the director of that movie, get the uh, Gilman. So when you got The Rock in here, I'm writing that you down. got uh, Neil Gilman, Sandman series that's going to come to Netflix. So you got new characters. They got a new Flash costume they announced and showed um, that Barry Allen will be wearing in movies and by Ezra Miller. So they're bringing in, trust me, they're, they're basically like getting the all-star team together. And yeah. It's like, all right, if we're going to try to take some of the momentum back that that Marvel has built for themselves to get our fans, to get other people happy, to t- maybe steal some of their fans over, which you probably will not. You probably just convert them and say, hey, I, I'm a, I support both. But right. you never take a Marvel fan from Marvel. But you will say, you know what? Mm-hmm. I, I like both. They have characters that are, are close into the same. But it will be a good punch when they, you know, you got Gal Gadot. As Diana Prince, Wonder Woman, and the movie for that trailer, and you bring Kristen Wiig yes. in as Cheetah, yes. yes, which that was like, oh, yeah. she went from Saturday Night Live <laughs> to Bridesmaids, yes. and now Cheetah superhero. Movie? I can't wait to see how she does in that. Now you can see Me too. some I'm of excited it in the to trailer, see but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Wonder oh, Woman 1984, that's called. Yeah, I had a little question about the 84 because I'm being the, the fanboy that I am, and I watched everything that we're talking about, and I read books too. On top of that, so my only question. To the writer and director, I believe it's Patty Johnson of Wonder Woman, um, that it was a cross between timelines because we're going multiverse stuff mm-hmm. or time travel or just time. Because we remember in Wonder Woman and in Justice League and in Batman, Superman, Donna Justice, all three of them are connected because that's when the introduction of Justice League, yep. we see Wonder Woman are now coming about. Remember Wonder Woman, if you remember that she was in, she was hiding, right, for 100 yep. years. Yep. And then the pictures start popping up about her. Um, Lex Luthor found a picture, and that's the one um, Bruce Wayne had. Yep. I remember he questioned her when they were having their Justice League meeting, one of the first, right before Aquaman was sitting on the rope and had his little confession about we might die, but I love everybody. Right. Um, but he questioned her. It was like, you know, you lost your love. You know, you're talking about Trevor that was went up in a plane, and you hid for 100 years. So what are you talking about, you know, being, you know, out coming and, and fighting crime when you hid for 100 years? He pointed that out to mm-hmm. her. And so I'm like, 1984, if you're hitting for 100 years, where did 84 happen? Right. You get my see? I never really boom. thought about that. I never really thought about <laughs> boom. that. Boom. never really thought about that. I don't know. That. See? Point. If you're hitting for 100 years, what? 1984 yeah. was just 40 years, almost yeah. 40 years ago. Hey, I would have won. I'm just saying. I would have won. Yeah. I would have won into hiding for 100 years, so that would have happened to my. But then how do you get 1984? Exactly. I don't know. If you Bam. Been but what year was the. <sighs> exactly. Hmm. Point taken. So with that, let's head over to this and that, John. This or that. So the first Wonder Woman when she was hiding from what year was that from? <laughs> move on. Uh, See? Yeah. Just think about it. I, I am. We can talk uh, about it next week. All right. Think about this. <laughs> this or that. Freckles or dimples. I got to go freckles because I was always told by my parents because I was a child that had a lot of freckles. Those yep. are beauty marks, Ben. Okay. So I got to go freckles. <laughs> Beauty marks. Yep. Um, I, I'm about to go dimples because I, I guess I was a sucker for dimples and a smile. Yeah. I was go. that. Did you have them when you were younger? Uh, dimples? N- I maybe did, but 
I mean, because you might own. now, but you got that big beard. Oh, you can't yeah. See. Check it out. I might have a couple. Check it out. You see my dimples? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got some dimples. I got some dimples. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're looking hard enough. Yeah, mm. dimples. I'm going to go with dimples. <laughs> I'm going to go with dimples. I once again, I don't know where mine comes up with these. Uh, this or that, lefty or righty? I'm lefty. I'm strong. Like, if it comes to my left leg kicking the ball, my right arm yeah. doing, left arm doing something, I'm that way. Um, I'm still, I'm going to start protesting for lefties around the world, make everything lefty happy or lefty. What is it? Able scissors. You like <laughs> scissors? Yes. I cannot <laughs> I use scissors. Yeah. I got to use my right hand It's unbelievable. That's you what know, a lot of people I talk have to about. flip them around for my left hand and then, and then my fingers feel all weird. You know, that in, they the gra- make, in the grass, they make left-handed scissors. Yes. They're sort of, oh, hard I don't to know. Find. I, you know what? I didn't know that. Thank they you. Do. Yeah. Do. No, they make left-handed the scissors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that might be the biggest complaint for lefties is the scissors. scissors. Yep. That, and when you write like your arm tables and table, like your like, arm gets in the way of your writing, right? So, yep. Or, um, so isn't that <laughs> now you got tell us about the left handed. Yes, I'll tell you, you know what I did in elementary school. So it was probably like fourth grade. We have that problem. So especially with pencils yes, or pens, pencils, I'm thinking with a lot yeah. of ink, ink comes out, but pencils is notorious for. So what I did, me and the crafty 10 year old that I was, that I, you know, yeah, that I was. I took an old sock, I cut the ends off to make a a, a glove. So mm-hmm. I put that glove on right and on this part of my hand. So when I wrote across the paper, the the lead wasn't on my skin. There it it is. was on the sock. Because yes, because I was on that thing. You know, I'm grinding, sliding across the hand paper, and after sometimes writing a lot, that pencil just face starts coming off, and it was yeah. all, my hand would be basically like a dark would be almost black. Yeah. From that, my hand sliding across the paper. So, yes, lefty broski. This is hard for me because I write right-handed, throw a football right-handed, throw a baseball right-handed, but I golf left-handed. I swing a baseball bat left-handed. Yeah, why is that? Why do people do that? I don't know. Is this the way you learn it? Maybe it is. If you don't, in your head, tell yourself, oh, I'm righty, I can't do, or I'm I'm lefty, I can't do that, then you have no problem adjusting because the same thing happened to me. My first time golfing in my life, it was after my rookie season, got invited to um, a, a charity event down in Miami. Never touched a golf club before? Never touched a golf club before. And, of course, me going into a golf club not saying, oh, I'm a yep. lefty. Yep. They just gave me assume. That's another thing. They just, everybody's right-handed Assumes. in the world, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's right-handed, eh? So they gave me right-handed clubs. You know what I did? Eh? I went out the whole day swinging <laughs> with right-handed clubs. When I played baseball, lefty. But you know what? I was knocking it straight. That was probably the straightest I ever hit. <laughs> probably had to slow down. And I, and I wasn't thinking about it. I said, you know yeah. what? Whatever. You know, I'm not coming out here to beat anybody. I'm just, just a charity event. Yeah. And I was able to hit righty pretty much the whole day. Hmm. I don't know. I can't answer that question because I'm both. I'm going to go righty because I'm righty all, oh. all day long. I got a brother that's ambidextrous. So yeah. Really? That would be a good question to ask. Yeah. 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 All right. Sunbathe or get in the water. This whoa, or that. Whoa, you sunbathing. Whoa, whoa. Jumping in the water. Who's sunbathing and are they clothed? Well, wow. wow. I never thought about that. When I man. hear sunbathing. How's it, how's it go down at your place, dude? <laughs> just get some, <laughs> stop when I hear sunbathe, I think of sunbathing in the nude. I don't know why. Mm. That's the way I think what? of it. Well, my house is, we're know. covered up. <laughs> we're covered up. <laughs> we're covered up at the green residence. Wear some um, shorts. I didn't but I get say in the water. I do this. I get in the water. You know, pool, ocean, lake. I don't, I'm not one of them just tip my toe in to see how the temperature. No, I'm like, you know what? It's going to be cold anyway. Let me just, I just cannonball that thing off the top rope. Bow. That's the smart way to do it. Yeah. I think. I think you're sort of, uh, this uh, this week's this or that is like aimed to pick on Ben because. No. Yes. I'm not, not left or right handed. I'm sort of both. 
I can't swim, and I'm so I forgot white. about that. I I'm so white. That. The second I step outside, the sunburn begins. So I don't know which one to pick in this one either. It wasn't designed that way, but as I'm looking at it, yeah. I got to unfortunately. Ben, this is the first. This the last two. Okay. The last two. I guess I'll it's go, gonna get better. I guess I'll go sunbathing, but I gotta put on the sunscreen now. Right. It's gonna get better, and it won't. It's gonna divert over this direction right. away from you, Ben. I'm right. gonna go sunbathing too because I don't know how to swim either. Um, spontaneous or a planner, this or that. Ooh. I'll go first because yeah, go yeah, you take it. Like take so, it. I, when I hear this, I think of uh, like let's say you're going on vacation or whatever. Mm-hmm. To me, I I want to have an element, a rough outline. How about that? So I'm gonna go planner. But I want to have a rough outline. I don't want to go on vacation and then three days later go, oh, you know what we should have done? We should have done this. Well, no. Yeah. That's why you do a little bit of planning with the ability to be flexible and spontaneous. Sure. So I'm going to go planning first, but I'm more of a hybrid. Man, I love spontaneity. I'm I like, love that. I'm like down. The, I'm like with both of you. I love spontaneity, but I got to have some some organization. I always feel like whenever I plan something vacation or with friends, I feel like it either falls apart or it doesn't turn out as well as I wanted it to because I planned it. I hyped it up in my mind. Mm. Spontaneity is the best. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, moving on, this or that, hotel or Airbnb? Ooh. Um, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, I haven't had a whole lot of Airbnb in my life, so I – I'm going to probably go for the, a few experiences. I say I like it because it's more of that independent feel. There's no room service. It may not be no sheets and pillows, but at least it'd be a bed. And I could survive with that as long as I have a bed. I don't sleep with a pillow anyway. Okay. And most nights I kick the covers off, so I'm kind of good there. So I'm going to say I'm still, i say, spoiled in some ways. Sure. So I'm going to say hotel. I like Airbnb I do like just them. because you- – I mean, you can stay in an actual house. You can stay in an actual, you know, beach house. Instead of being in this, you know, 10-story hotel that overlooks the water, I can rent a house that's on the beach, on the water. Yeah. I'm going Airbnb. They each have their yeah. own advantages and disadvantages. Um, for the most part, I'm going to lean toward hotel for the most part. But there are situations, like Ben's saying, where the Airbnb is the way to go. And there is something about Airbnb that just kind of is weird to me. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to go in somebody else's house. I don't know anything what they got going on in the house. I don't know if they got any secret cameras they anywhere. Have, uh, I don't know if they got bag going on. I don't know like what's that. going on. I don't know if they actually did laundry. How they clean? <laughs> Trust in your fellow man. Right. I'm just Come saying. On. Well, like, they, they got requirements. They got to like because I looked into. We had a home. We just sold it. Thank God. But we were talking about thinking about doing it and making it into an Airbnb. And that stuff you're bringing up, you had to make sure you kept that as the owner kept that up. Keep kept it up. Yeah. You couldn't just have it all casually bachelor pad ish yeah you had to clean that thing up so yeah so a lot of that would get you won't walk into a bad airbnb all i'm saying is a lot of people's my definition of what i think is clean is different than ben's definition which is different than amon's definition so i don't know but but i I, i've stayed in airbnbs before and it's been awesome (laughs) all right this or that beatles or the rolling stones i think we start with ben since he's the uh he's the communist area yeah man this is so tough is it Uh, it is that's it why is. I brought is it up. It? These I are did two my homework, groups. man. It's a lot of fans for both. These are two groups who set the tone for rock and roll. For at least at for least generations. Years. Oh, yeah, I could say that. I mean, I okay. can agree with that generation. I'll get sort of, uh, I'll get sort of um, uh, in the weeds in the mu- music industry to this point in the year 2020. You guys know who the top-selling artist is 
rock and roll artist. Rock and roll. In 2020. I don't even know who does rock and roll anymore. It's either Ringo or is it Mick? It's it's the Beatles. In 2020, they're the top selling. Yes. Yes. Well, that means they were smart in their... In their their originals, right, and right. They how, who had well. the power? Yeah, who owned so, them? I'm gonna say the Beatles only for this reason, right? They did so much together, but then each one broke off and did their and, own thing, right? Incredibly well. Paul I gotta McCartney, go. Beatles. Ringo Starr, really? Yep. John yeah. Lennon, George Harrison, yep. they did their thing. John Lennon, All right. So well, here's what we got to do. We got to get up on the uh, Twitter at ag underscore gamers lounge. Put out a poll question: Beatles or Rolling Stones? Because I guarantee you. That the Beatles are going to win that poll question, and yeah. it's probably going to be seventy thirty. I'm with you there. Seventy thirty. So I'm going to go with yeah. Beatles. But don't underestimate the Stones. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like if you just in general think and about it from they this. did a lot to bring the underground um, African American sort of bluesy music brought like Muddy Waters and people like that to the forefront. Mm-hmm. And brought those Beatles, no right. the Stones. Oh, did Stones that. Did. The gotcha. Stones did that, which okay. is incredible yeah, for those guys. Me now, Thank yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 an incredible band too. Don't sleep on them. Okay. What do you think, Come on, Beatles or Rolling Stones? I'm gonna go Beatles. Okay. I mean, from uh, some of their songs with the Yellow Submarine song, <laughs> uh, Paul McCartney. Yeah. Um, between what he did as a Beatle, but then his stuff after with Wings. You know, with Wings to doing stuff with MJ. Yeah, uh, Michael Jackson, yeah. uh, Ebony and Ivory. I sung Stevie that. Wonder. I had to sing that song. He and Stevie at, Wonder, yeah. At one of my graduations, I think elementary yeah. school graduation. And what a great way to do a song like that because Ebony and Ivory, they're 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 talking about keys on a keyboard, right? But it but, relates to life, and it's still relatable now. Yeah, right now, so true in, in the yep. world today. Yep. And so from the, what you mentioned, being about a generation from being either together as a group or solo, there's stuff from both sides actually. From Rolling Stones and Mick, Mick Jagger, and then Paul and Ringo, John Lennon, you know, speaks for itself in terms of the type of music that just crossed all barriers to get into people's heads and to think about things differently. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. So, yeah, I would, I would go Beatles, but, yeah, it doesn't – this is not – this one, as we know, this is not – as we find out from our buddy Mike, there's no uh, winner losers here, but he thinks it is. <laughs> but, like we said, Beatles. All right, guys, last this or that, Spotify or Apple Music? Spotify or Apple Music? Uh, you could go take it, man. I mean, I'm going to sound like a um, uh, person that is just shilling for the company I work for, but I honestly do not use Spotify or Apple Music. Really? I literally use iHeartRadio, or if I want to hear a specific song, I'll just go to YouTube and listen to it. Wow. I know. I know. It's you're, crazy. You're I'm weird. There. My girlfriend loves Spotify. Brother loves Spotify. I don't know a lot of people that use Apple Music, quite frankly. I do. You do? Workout-wise. Okay. When All I right. work out, I put my earbuds on and jam out. Um, but I use Spotify when I'm streaming. Okay. When I'm on Twitch, I'm on Green TV. That's where I get my – and they have a playlist already suited. You could type in a word, just say football playlist or gaming playlist. They got those playlists already made That's up. Same. Apple does the same too. iHeartRadio does the same thing. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Didn't know. Yeah. Now I know. Uh, I'm also the iHeartRadio app too, guys. Um, I don't have a Spotify <laughs> account. My buddies have been bugging me like, hey, now, you got Spotify? Like, no. To be fair, are you just saying that because you work for iHeart or is that what you normally No, do? iHeart. And then I do Amazon. Since I pay for Amazon Prime, I use a lot of Amazon music. All right. I so should that means use I gotta that. Get on I have Amazon Prime. I got to get on the bus. I got to get on iHeart bus. I'm already here, so I got to. All right, guys. That's, all, all right, guys. That's uh, this week's this or that. All right, John. Take us now to game releases, sir. Release the games. Oh. It's time for the game releases. Game, game releases. releases. Oh. 
<laughs> so there's a lot of games in the three, four, five-day week here that are coming out, man. Yeah, we got your stuff list from is like eight pages Elder long. Scrolls to sports games. Like, I'm going to talk about with Madden, Final Fantasy, Crystal Chronicles edition, Remastered Edition. And That's my Tour de France on PC, Jump Force Deluxe Edition. It was a fighting game. Man, I was like, man. So, but I, but it's I had to go with the low hanging fruit here. Yeah. I had to go with Madden. Yeah, Madden Twenty One is out. It was uh, actually came out yesterday. It's the early day release or re- re- launch that you can get the game if you bought it pre ordered wise. And you got Lamar Jackson is the Madden cover. Uh, Pat Mahomes broke the curse by basically crushing it last year because he was Mahomes. a cover athlete last year. Because you know, twenty thirty years ago, I told you my story. Yeah. yeah. Now it's reverse. Now it's whoever's on the cover is going to be MVP and potentially Super Bowl winner the next year. So that is setting the stage and setting, changing the game, which I love. And this game is a few little changes in it. They added in, you know, so the normal stuff, they have Madden uh, Ultimate Team, which is the mud that we you guys have learned a lot about recently. Yep. Um, the virtual <laughs> trading cards. And it's on mobile. Um, but also it's now on PC. What? Madden is on PC now. It used Steam. to be, though. It used to be, now it's back. Because, like, in the mid-90s, I remember seeing PC editions of Madden. Yes, and I just downloaded some of that to the PCs at, at my college where I coach at. Okay. And I was, like, surprised. I'm like, wow, I hadn't seen – I was like, really? Right. And I was like, cool. So, you have those back. You have some new things back. So, you have a new thing called the Yard. So, the Yard is similar. 2K has it in their thing. In their game, it's called the Blacktop. So, basically, it's a playground within the game. You can help develop your skills. So if you don't want to get super competitive, you just want to have fun and play seven on seven football, but just tackle. It's not tag or flag. You can edit your uniforms. You can have crazy designs, color schemes, whatever you want. Create, customize, and then progress your player because you can create a quarterback, a running back, wide receiver, DB, safety, do whatever you want in the yard. And for the, I say. Different modes like this help you get better at the competitive side of it when you could go into a regular match. So you got all these, you got different uniforms to, to create and to build your character out. Um, you got fun home field advantage because you're like playing in made up stadiums. Yeah. That has banners from the YMCA. So they, EA is, 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 is I say it's tapping two grassroots here because a lot of seven on seven leagues are huge around the United States right now. Yep. And so now you could develop your own virtual seven on seven team in the yard was actually tackle and then complete, like I say, compete in a regular, that we call head to head, uh, regular teams. And then also the ultimate team too. So it's going to be fun. Hopefully maybe I could get my card again. There you go. <laughs> uh, so yes, it is out yesterday. And then the actual version, full version comes out this Friday. So Madden 21 is back on the scene. Crispy and clean. Crispy and clean. <laughs> All, right. All right. My man, choice John. this week. Is Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles remaster, <coughs> Remastered Edition. Get that frog out. Yeah. Ah! <coughs> yep, right on the All microphone, right. too. Good. There Perfect. we go. Perfect. All right. Now, that comes out on PS4 and Switch on August 27th. Now, this is the storyline, okay? I'm going to give it to you. I know I'm not going to pronounce some of the words correctly, but long ago, a giant meteorite fell on the land, and deadly miasma blanketed the world. Okay. Crystals keep the deadly miasma in check, but the crystal's power is not eternal. Young adventurers embark on a journey once a year seeking drops of mirror to purify the crystals. These are the chronicles that break young adventurers who journey to protect their home. These are the crystal chronicles. Now, what's cool about this remastered edition is it's got HD graphics. 
for the first time, it's got English voiceovers, which Ooh. is huge for us. Yeah, that's an anime game. Yeah, right. it's got uh, an updated soundtrack with new recordings and additional tracks. If you know anything about Final Fantasy, people really dig the soundtrack to those games. They play them at concerts. Yes, people dig. I'm not sure if y'all, y'all been a part of iHeart longer than me. Have y'all yeah. experienced that at an iHeart concert where they're playing Final Fantasy sound, Final Fantasy soundtrack? I haven't at an iHeart concert, but I've definitely seen it. Okay. online. And now, yeah. John, this is where I need your help. You okay. looked up what UI stands for before? User interface. Okay, so oh. new user interface improvements and added smaller. See, maps. I need to step my game up. I should have known UI. that. Yeah. I should have known that. Here's the best part, and I've saved it for last. Okay. All right. Players on separate platforms can play together, whether it be the PlayStation 4, the Switch, the iOS, or Android Android versions. They can all play together on the same map, which is cool. And let's say, you know, I'm playing on my PlayStation, but I got to go somewhere. Well, I'm stuck in traffic. I'm at a wedding like a mon was. <laughs> I hop on my phone, and I can play Final Fantasy. I can save where That's I am on my changer. Android. Ooh. And then I can pick up again when I get home on my PlayStation. Game changer. Why don't gaming? Oh, why don't they do that? It's, it's That's... Great question. But again, it's called Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition. comes out PS4 and Switch August 27th. By the way, I wanted to pick Madden 21. I thought, you know what? On a Mon Greens gamers lounge, I might let the guy who played in the league handle Madden 21. Yeah, yeah. You're going to stiff arm me. I get that. And by the way, one last thing on Madden. We could have piggybacked. When, When is that coming to the Switch? I can't play Madden. No. They usually release later. Because um, they did it with FIFA one year. But they you should have known this when you got a Switch. It doesn't have Switch Madden? is not really designed for It's got NBA 2K. I have FIFA. NBA 2K. Uh, I know so it's, it's got, got FIFA. Ga- it's got those games. But w- Figure it out, I don't EA. Know. It is always my belief that when you buy a Nintendo product, you yeah. don't buy it to play sports games. Well, like I did football. back in the day, Ben. <laughs> Played all those games. <laughs> Maybe I'm alone on that thought. Ben. I don't know. Maybe it's changed. Um, I went with bit. Windbound. Windbound for the PC, PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Windbound is um, you're sh- shipwrecked alone on an uncharted island. You get to explore, adapt, and navigate the land. You're going to have to get your own food, that type of thing. Um, so it's like scavenge the islands. Yeah, untamed ter- terrain for resources that you can use to craft a full range of tools and weapons to hunt wildlife and upgrade your boat. You must set sail when resources become scarce. So yeah, it's kind. That's yeah, a good. It's a good analogy. It's kind of like um, um, what's it called? Survivor. <laughs> Survivor. Thank you. I already <laughs> forgot what you said. He's like, it's kind of like Survivor. Yes, that's exactly what it's like. So yeah. that looks pretty interesting to me. Just running around the island, shooting all these weird animals because they're not stuff, like normal yeah. animals. They're like fantasy animals. Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Fantasy so uh, that's Windbound is the name of that one. Ooh. Windbound. Nice. All right. When is that again? Uh, this week. All right. A couple days. Ooh. Row, row, row your boat gently up the... Uh, sorry. Excuse me. It's time for What's On Stream. Ah, all right. What's on stream? Man, ne- I mean, Netflix is rolling them out. They're killing it. I'm impressed. Yes. And I'm satisfied. Because <laughs> I tuned in. So after the wedding, we went over to my niece's house, her and her fiance's house, to kind of just wind down to get ready for the reception because you know the wedding party has to do all their pictures and all that stuff right so we're there and i'm hanging out and there's my wife and then all my, my niece and mother-in-law so it's mo- i'm outnumbered okay i'm outnumbered guy here and once the conversation shifted to makeup and all this other stuff i said my two cents i said look it's unfair y'all wake up in the morning looking completely different from what y'all looked before the night before all right 
Then I was like, all right, edges stay left. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. <laughs> uh, so I go in the living room and I turn on the TV, get to Netflix, and I see high score pop up on the menu. Are you taking that from me? No. Well, we could talk about it. Oh, together. Yes. Okay, no, I'm okay, fine. I think because I'm going to say my what good. my little tidbit is, is like, I was just sitting there like, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so I watched the first episode. You probably watched more. Yeah, there's see, six. I, see, I didn't watch all the episodes. I just I watched the first. It. I binged See, it. I didn't binge it. I just watched episode all one. Six. So I'm excited to see more and more things like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, like last week we were talking about the Rubik's Cube uh, episode or show that's on, also on Netflix. And this is in that same area because mm-hmm. this has involved being a geek, being a kid, having fun, but then also getting educated on the history of gaming. And that's what yeah. I like about this because I'm, I say I'm a little bit, I got that little bit of historian in me, yeah. um, knowing how things originated. And some of the stuff I kind of knew about yep. Nintendo and about Atari, but yeah. to hear it from the horse's mouth, the creators, well, the the coders and all yep. that in episode one, it was just awesome. So check well, it out and quickly, then you can jump in. Babe. Yeah, I, I just want to jump in quickly. What's so cool about high score is, right, there, there, there's been different docu-series done on video games and gaming, but this one is really the first that was done by a female. And she shed light on some different things right. throughout the history of gaming that we hadn't heard of before. Was it Rebecca? I mean, yes, Heinemann. Heinemann, that's what Yep, it was. a longtime game developer who's also the first winner of a national video game tournament. And she's also a trans woman. And that was a uh, Space Invaders. Yeah, Space Invaders, yeah. And then there's... Um, uh, Transgender. Yep. In 1980? Mm-hmm. Awesomeness. It's incredible. It's incredible. And then she shed light on... Um, there was uh, the first ever um, LGBTQ role-playing game was called Gayblade. And that came out in the 80s. What? Wow. Yeah, exactly. Nobody knew about this because it gets buried in history because typically video games, and now it's changed in 2020. But as we talk about the history of video games. But it's still a topic in 2020. Right, it is. It is. But typically, in the beginning of video games, those were all marketed to males. Right. Especially white men and young children. Right. Correct. So this is so cool to have something that highlights the history of video games that sort of sheds light on non-white males when it comes to video games. This so fascinating. Very fascinating. High score again. On so, Netflix. bam, we got two of us right there done. I haven't clicked on I saw the same pop-up on Netflix, too, yeah, high it. score. And I'm, got, I'm it's watch on it. my it's in my queue. I will be watching it right, uh, eventually. But I don't know. I was in a sci-fi mood okay. this mm-hmm. weekend. I'm like, I want to watch something sci-fi, either a movie, a TV series, something sci-fi. And this is what I usually do when I'm trying to find something on stream. I spend the first 30 to 45 minutes looking through Amazon, through Netflix. 30 to 45 Dude, minutes? Dude, I, th- sometimes I don't end up with anything because I'm like, I don't know what I want to watch. Right. Uh, I'm like, very indecisive. Like I know. I just got to hit the <laughs> hole and get the first down. I'm on. Right. Um, so I went, you know what? Why not go old school sci-fi and go with like something that might have kind of inspired a whole generation of science fiction. So I went with Star Trek, like the original Star Trek. It's on Amazon Prime. It's remastered. And you got to be in a different... With William Shatner, you've got to be in a different type of mindset, I think, when you watch something from the late 60s. Yeah, Um, I can feel you there. But as I'm watching it, too, I'm imagining this through a modern lens. You know what I mean? Like... Stuff going on today. The story or? was no, like just how it would be shot today. Like you know how superhero oh, yeah. movies back in the day are nothing like how they're shot oh, today. Yeah. It's, it's like no day CGI. and night. It's no yeah. CGI. yeah, yeah, and you so can see the strings. I was trying to stay more in tune with what the storyline is, and at the same time, yeah. so it's still it, it's pretty cool. I'm through the, like the first four or five episodes of the original Star Trek. Yeah, there's nice. only 24 total. Wow, Nichelle, really? Yeah, Nichelle Nichols is in that show. 
groundbreaking because that show debuted in uh, 1969, I believe. And, that was... and she was an African-American female who was on this show. It's yeah. groundbreaking. And if you ever go to the Comic-Cons across the country, the one that came um, to um, Wisconsin, where, where we live in Madison, I've met her twice. Oh, really? Right. Yeah. And she she took, that was, she had the kiss with. Yes, that, yes. With, uh, William Shatner. With Shatner, yes. The first yes. on-screen interracial kiss. Yep. Ooh, okay. In prime time. In the world. Or, on Star Trek? So I'm yes. going to get to that? Yes. Eventually you will. see that, okay. bro. Yeah. So I just thought okay. it was cool. Because you know what? Because honestly, if I'm into sci-fi, I should probably at some point in my life watch Star Trek. Yes. The original Star Trek. So have you Trek. seen all of Star Wars? Uh, I haven't seen the last couple of new Star Wars other than that. Well, yeah, you've I've seen, seen them, the main ones. Yes. You've seen the yep. ones that I say count. you got to yes. watch the original. The original. The, the first three. Yes. Right, yeah, first for three. sure. The middle right. three. Eh. But you've you got to watch them. Yeah. I've seen them. But yeah, yeah, I, I, but great pick. Um, but talking about that, that could, that could be a whole episode about Good. being star a Trekkie or Star Wars fan, right? That could be <laughs> oh, a whole yeah. episode because I'm, I figured it out right away because I watched uh, Return of Spock, um, Wrath of Khan mm-hmm. as a kid, but then Star Wars and New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of Jedi. I, as a kid, it was determined. By the time I saw Return of Jedi, I knew I was a Star Wars kid. Mm-hmm. I liked Star Trek and what they were doing, but it was just more. It was lightsabers. Once I saw that, and then doing stuff when you had the Force learned, yeah, what you could do with the Force, you didn't see that in Star Trek. No, nope. you saw lasers. You didn't see lightsabers, but you saw lasers. But you didn't see nobody using their minds to choke people out. When I saw that as a kid, I said, "Dog, he just choked. He didn't touch him. He choked him <laughs> out." Yep. I'm with. I'm with that. I wish I could do that sometimes. So you, that became your Star Wars. Guy. I'd be like, "Hey, man, you didn't put the pickles on my Big Mac." <sighs> Done. All right. Next seg, John, for me. Next segment, please. It's that moment in a horror movie where if it doesn't happen, there's no movie. <laughs> this is what should have happened. Here is a mod with today's turning point. All righty. One of the scariest movies I say in the last decade. White writer, director Scott Dickerson. And C. Robert Cargill wrote a movie, directed a movie, of Sinister. They have two of these, actually. So this is part one. All right. Part one is Ethan Hawke, Julia Ray Lance, and James Ransom. And Ethan is a struggling writer. He's washed up. He's a true crime writer. His name is Ellison Oswalt. Finds a box of Super 8 home videos which suggested the murder of uh, a murder his current researching in the work of a serial killer whose work dates back to the 1960s. So I find this box or if I'm his neighbor and he says, Hey, am I, you know, I found this box in my basement or in my attic and I watched the videos or I watched the, the super eight and they show, you know, videos and put, I think maybe these families got murdered. I'm not sure. And I'm the neighbor and I'm like, burn it. <laughs> This was right away. This so he finds this, but this is within the first ten minutes of the movie, where he's, cause he his so he's struggling. Like I said, he's washed up true crime writer. So he's trying to write a book, a new book to get fans to get money in the bank. So he what he did before he can even really get all the research done, he moved his family into this house that has the box of these videos or the the the, uh, the film. And so right there, he was already on the. On the on the trail, right? 
So as the neighbor, where he just moved in, I would have said, broski, you need to take your family and go back, go back from which you came. That box. Put that box back in the attic. Don't touch it. You already watched the movie, so you already like marked. Just to just go get go get uh, blessed. Go to go to Italy. Go to the Vatican. Do it that way, because then that this thing is not going to follow you and your family around. So I would been that neighbor. But it's like it's like it's like man, God, come on, man. I say I know you're struggling. Got a little bucks. So you're kind of low in the bank account, you know. And he's wanted to put himself in that situation, but it wasn't just himself. It was an entire family. And if you've seen that movie, Ben John, have you seen Sinister? No, I haven't, but I'm watching the preview as you're talking about it. Yes. And there's a scene here they show where he like has these, he, he, you know, digitalized the the film and it's on the computer and he's zooming in to what looks like some sinister face in the background. Yep. And he kind of looks away pondering like, what is that face? And then the face on the computer screen moves and looks at him. Yep. That's freaky. So yeah. It looks was, awesome. And, but, and that's, and that's, <laughs> I'm out. And that's exactly. That that's, and that's, awesome. And that's probably like a, like 30, 40 minutes into the movie when I'm he's out. already, he's watched over these Super 8 film eight, like 20 times now. So like I said, as soon as he moved in, I'm the neighbor that's saying, hey, bro, get your family, go back where y'all came from. I know, I'll help you if you need a little money. I'll help you move. You got a beautiful family. Raise your kids in peace. You don't want no demon following you around the world in your sleep. Waking up to you don't want you don't know what's going you we're going to wake up to, put the box away. I love how every single movie Amon ends it in like eighteen minutes. Movie's done, done. Throw the box away. No, move. no boss. You he don't changes need no promos. history. He changes the outcome of so many Teaching things. Teaching lessons. Yeah. Hey, Scott Dickerson, loved it, but boom, over, over. That neighbor. I'm that neighbor in that movie that you you try to write out, but I got back in there and I I kicked I knocked down on uh, Ethan Hawke's door. I said, bro. Don't do it. Let it be. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in <laughs> for uh. this show today. Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. It was another awesome show with my guys, me amigos, Ben and John. And uh, we have a new this or that coming in this week. And maybe some changes coming down the line sooner or yeah. later just to let you guys know, let your listeners know. Big but there, news. Big, big news in the works. Yeah, big news in the works. Yeah. But there will be new topics We'll still be having our fun game releases. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at AmonGreen30 and also on Twitch at AmonGreenTV. And then, John, you can let them know where you can find find the podcast and on Instagram and on uh, social media, excuse me. Yeah, Twitter, uh, Instagram too, at AG underscore Gamers Lounge. We'll put, uh, if you ever miss an episode, we got the links right there for you on all the social media posts, AG underscore Gamers Lounge. Boom. Bam. Had a good time. Out. Adios, amigos. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.